This is Diane Accordi with Book Talk. My guest is Bob Shea. He's written and illustrated over a dozen kids' picture books and worked with TV as well. His newest book is Shea Bob, a story about a lazy yellow alligator intent on gobbling birds. Bob is Zooming with me today from his home in Connecticut. Bob, welcome to Book Talk. Hi, thanks for having me. What's happening as Shea Bob opens up? Well, when we first meet Bob, who is not Shea Bob yet, when we first meet Bob, he's just an alligator and he's very feral and in his swamp environment and he's lying on a rock sunning himself and he's just wishing that he had wishing birds would fly into his mouth. Why does he have the same name as you? Well, you see, my name, Bob Shea, in reverse, is Shea Bob. So if you change the spelling, you can make it a fancy French restaurant. Indeed. That, I got that name because I would pick up my laundry when I lived in New York City, and you'd be in a very small apartment, and you didn't have laundry facilities. And so I would pick up my laundry, and every time I would go, the person behind the counter would, would say, Shea Bob? Like when reading my ticket and I'd say, oh, no, I'm Bob Shea. Shea Bob is a fancy French restaurant's laundry. That's someone else's. So I've always had that in my head. And I and that's where I got the title for the book. So first you had the title and then right. you had the alligator. Right. But a lot of time he left. Yes. I'd, I just thought that the Shea Bob idea was a funny idea. Not even at the time I wasn't even doing picture books. I just was, would, was saying that would be a nice restaurant name. And I had the idea for the book actually quite a few years ago, and it was kicking around and I never really developed it. And then I thought it was a good time to put it into a story. So I put all the elements together. How many birds did you draw for this book? <laughs> so there's a dozen, we'll call them hero birds, because kids are very smart and they're very perceptive and you can't cheat them out of a bird so you have to draw the same birds on every page if those birds are active in the story so there's some pages that have 50 birds because there's a big crowd of birds but the birds that end up being bob's friends are the same birds throughout they pick up the thread because i didn't want to get angry emails from kids being like hey where's that green bird on you know when he's they're playing basketball so I made sure to uh, to track them. I had a big chart. I had a big like spreadsheet, which I never use a spreadsheet, so I probably used it incorrectly. And I could follow the birds throughout the story. So you start with Bob not even being Shea Bob yet. Right. When does that happen? So Bob transforms into Shea Bob thinking he's taking a shortcut to eating birds. He really wants to eat birds. So at first he tries by asking politely and asking them to fly into his mouth when he sees them in the sky. Doesn't work for whatever reason. So then he, when he sees them eating bird seed on the grass, when he sees them eating seeds in the lawn, he thinks, I wish I had seeds on me. So he decides if I open a bird seed restaurant on my nose, the birds will come to me. Stands to reason, right? So that's where he becomes Shea Bob. He has to, he reinvents himself and brands himself as a, a restaurant in the woods for birds. There's a, a bird book club in the story. 
And I've been wondering, what kind of books do they read? (laughs) They were reading little tiny bird books. Little tiny, like, Audubon guides. <laughs> and uh, and that's when you see Bob's got one. And the, what, that one bird, he just had an opinion on everything. I think that might happen in some other book clubs. Yeah, that's there's always that bird. There's always that bird. What was your day job when you did your first picture book? My background is art direction and graphic design. I had was doing freelance graphic design. I had my own design company and I had been doing children's illustration and design for children's brands for many years before this. And when I came to Connecticut, it was when my son was born 18 years ago, yesterday was his birthday. 18 years ago, I thought, wow, I have, now I have a new baby, a house and a car and no more jobs because we had left New York City. I foolishly, I'm going to say foolishly, tried to write children's books. And for whatever reason, it worked. But thinking back, I was like, you didn't know anything. <laughs> you know, it was Dunning-Kruger effect. I was like, I think I'm going to be able to do this. But in my case, it, and I know some other people with similar stories, when you ask them how they started, they didn't know a thing about it. So I was doing design and then I transitioned into this seemingly out of necessity. That's the great thing. I could just make up stuff all day long. There's a lot of situations where that would just be a lie. What's so special about children's picture books versus other kinds of books for kids? You know, you're asking me, I love The thing is, I've tried to write and I have written other things like sort of early readers for kids, and it's a whole other world. Now, for picture books, picture books are special because they are a shared experience with the adult and the kid. The kids at that age for picture books are maybe just learning to read. They're examining the text, and they can see the shapes of the words, and they're starting to pick up on those things. But it's really a nice time of day for a parent and child to be together after everything's done, after all the struggles of the day and yelling and do this and we got to be there everything quiets down and you can have this experience when i when my son was very young he would pick picture books that he knew would make me laugh he would always pick books by lori keller and i would laugh out loud and he loved to see that i was enjoying it too and just we had this nice time together. I that to, there's a lot of great things about picture books. To me, that's the most special thing, and that's why my books are. That's why I write funny books because I want it to be for everybody involved. <laughs> well, and picture books are always thirty-two pages, aren't they? Yeah, thirty-two or forty. Yeah, but yeah, thirty-two pages. And. And there's so much art that you have to draw. Yes. And the art plays such an important role because although you're confined to that seemingly tight space of 32 pages, the art does a ton of heavy lifting for the the story because the art doesn't just reflect what's going on in the text. It's not like he walked into the room and then there's the room and he's walking in. So much of the story plays out in the illustrations and sometimes doesn't work against the text, 
but tells a different story so that the kids can say, you know, they're telling me this one thing, but that's not what I see. Something else is going on with this character. Like in Shea Bob, for example, I don't think that's a real restaurant. I don't think he wants to be, you know, I don't, I don't, th- I think he's up to no good. And you can tell, you can tell so much more of the story. And it must take a long time to put together a picture book. It takes a really long time. You've spoken to hundreds of kids in schools. Before COVID, when it was all in person, were there some questions you almost always heard from the kids? We interviewed a children's book author years ago who said when he went to schools, the question he was asked the most was, are you rich? Oh, yeah. Are you asking I get asked that a lot and the teachers get very upset and they're like, Oh, that's not, that's not, don't answer that. And I, and I say, Whoa, 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 it's fine. And I say, listen, it's not polite to talk about those sorts of things and ask that question. It's fine that you did. Let me put it this way. Do you know first class on an airplane? And the kids are like, yeah, we know first class. I say, I walk through there to get to my seat every time. And they're like, wow. And I say, I drive a 15-year-old Honda CRV. That's a foreign car. I just act like it's like really important. They're like, wow, holy cow. Thank you. My guest is Bob Shea, author of Shea Bob, published by Little Brown. This is Diana Cordy with Book Talk. Thank you, Diana. That was great. Thank you very much.